It's a damn good thing there's no meat in coffee. What's up, kids? How are you today? I am struggling with the heat. Um, I mean, it's not even that warm yet. Uh, we're kind of in a, a, an in-between stage between uh, end of of what is winter and spring um, and moving into the warmer months now. I'm not a person who deals with warm, we- warm, warm weather well. Excuse me, I'm just going to move the mic. Whoop. There we go. Um, yeah, I don't deal with warm weather well. I get too hot, I forget to drink. I mean, my main beverage of choice is caffeine, um, which is a dehydration uh, tool. Uh, So, yeah, it's not the best situation to be in. But I thought today I would talk about a little experiment I did. So, as you may know, or you may not know, depending on when you came to this podcast, I like to do a thing every so often where I challenge myself. Um, And I usually do it for about a month. Uh, The last one I did almost killed me. Um, it was giving up caffeine, uh, hence the introduction. <clears throat> and I didn't drink coffee or caffeinated products for a month, and I avoided it at all costs, and I ended up with a massive migraine, and uh, I regret every second of it. But I did it. I like to do that. I like to just push myself. I feel like you, in life you have to you have to know where your limit is. And if you sat comfortable, you got to make yourself uncomfortable once in a while. It's It's that little... Little masochistic part of me. Um, I believe masochism is the right word. Maybe it's not. It could be sadism, but no, no I think um, I'm just going to do a masochism. You're learning as I go. Tessie drives. I mean, it's not fully masochistic because there's nothing sexual about it. I'm basically just trying to feel connected to the world. So that maybe masochism is the wrong world there. But. Jumping back to the point before I even get off track. So we, I say we, there's only me here. Um, I decided to do a little challenge. This time, I decided to have a vegetarian diet for a month. It ended up being almost two months because I did, uh, I started in March. And then as I came to the end of March, I suddenly realized that Lent was occurring. Um, I'm not a particularly religious person, but I do like symbolism. So I decided to um, extend that. Uh, to the end of Lent, which was the other day. So for those that at that time, I didn't eat meat products. Um, I, I, I Animal products like eggs, milk. Um, I didn't go full vegan. Um, and I, I, I trialed that. Now this is, now I'm going to, bit of a disclaimer. This isn't the first time I've done this. I've done this before a couple of times where I've decided to just do it for a month. And the reason I do this, um, the main reason I got asked was, why are you doing this, Graham? Um, are you going vegetarian full-time? No. Um, the reason I do this is because I like to vary my diet. You can get, I find you can get very bored. Um, I love food. Love food. It's the reason I'm a chunky boy. Um, but I like to vary up my diet. I find you can get, you can kind of get bored of eating the same thing over and over again. You do fall into these traps. You know, you buy the same thing. You buy the same products. Um so this was forcing me to basically just expand my product range um, by doing it. And then that was the full intention. There was a few meals which I wanted to know how to make. Uh, and without restricting myself, I probably would have never got around to making them just because you just fall into the same trap. You know, what, what's the, the harm in going to the shop and just buying some chicken or going to the shop and just, you know, buying gammon and then throwing that in with meat and eggs and blah, 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 blah. Um, by the way, the two things I went to learn how to cook was tofu, and I would like to thank um, 
a friend of mine on Instagram for giving me great tofu advice. And the other was minestrone soup, a soup which I never made. I love making soup, and it, it came out amazingly. I'm very surprised. The recipe I followed was fantastic. Um, but back to the point. So, yeah. I tried out the whole vegetarian thing. And this isn't, it wasn't even like a YouTube ploy. It wasn't even like a, a, a want to kind of go, oh, look at me and being edgy and going to the room and see how it affects my body. It didn't affect my body. It didn't. It's a month. It's like two months. There's nothing changed. The amount of calories I was getting didn't change because I'm a hungry person. So I eat. I just didn't eat meat. And that led me to the main comment, which I kept getting from people of, oh, I don't think I could ever do that. Really? You really couldn't do that? Meat isn't that big a part of our diet. I'm just going to throw that out there. Now, animal products, yes, they're a huge part of our diet. Things like um, gelatin uh, and uh, like insects and, and different things like strength. All these little things which we use to put protein in things, that's a huge part of our diet because that, that weeds into other products. But meat, like standard meat, is not a huge part of our diet. We just happen to build meals around that product, which is, again, one of these things why I did this. You don't have to build around that product. You can build around, build a meal around potatoes. People love potatoes. Potato Boy loves you. So why can't you appreciate the potato? You know, crack some tofu in there. I mean, not crack. It doesn't come in a little shell. But this was the thing. Like People kept saying, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, even for a month. I mean, why? Okay, so I'm quite a large meteor the reason i'm quite a large meteor is because of that um there's a taste called umami which was discovered presumably with the hipsters about five years ago um and it's a savory taste it's supposed to be kind of like the extra taste sensation which you weren't taught about at school where you're like oh salty sweet no there's umami and it's it's this, this savory flavor and i am no doubt addicted to that flavor. It is my favorite flavor. I'm not a person for for sweets. I like sweets, but I'm not. It's not the main drive in my life. Um, I love pastry, um, savory pastries, and 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 pasties and and fried things, and things which have been aged. Which is why most of my drink habits are uh, stuff like whiskeys and ales because they're bitter and they have this ooh. Ooh, it's great crisp flavor. And now that, 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 that is what made this vegetarian debacle quite hard this time. Because I'm so used to it, I essentially had to look up ways to get that satisfaction from vegetarian food. And again, it made me me divert and and try and be more motivated in learning about what I was eating. And I mean, I'm quite motivated in learning about what I was eating. I love cooking. Cooking is one of these things which... I've always enjoyed doing because I enjoy food and I was a fat kid. So I was like, oh, well, clearly I need to know about everything. Excuse me. Um, but this umami flavor is, is something which doesn't particularly exist in vegetarian diets. It's why I kind of think um, a lot of vegetarians I've met are so obsessed with chocolate um, and sweet things. I, I think a lot of those people just don't get that flavor though, or they don't don't crave that flavor which is why they find it in a way so easy to adjust um but it seems mad that people have this flavor which they're unaware of or they are aware of and they don't think they could give that up for a month it's like people say they can't give up drinking for a month i'm really you couldn't go a month without a drink 
to me, if there's anything in your life which isn't just survival-based, um, which you couldn't give up for even a month, it's four weeks, it's 30 days, then you need to. You need to be able to have that disconnect. You know, can you give up the internet for a month? I could give up the internet for a month. Use it for just work. You know? It seems mad. I don't think you should have anything in your life you can't give up for a month. This is already making me think of other challenges for myself. That's just... We're just throwing this out there. But it, is, it raised a lot of questions. The whole vegetarian diet. Um, as in ter- yeah, as I say, in terms of myself and my health, I didn't see any differences. You know? It helped me maintain the same weight. I didn't go up in weight during that time, which is something which I'm always dealing with. Um... Mainly because the amount of fat which was going into me was re- heavily reduced. Uh, most of my fat comes from meat products um, or pastries, and I was avoiding pastries because vegetarian pastries suck. This was something which is hugely, hugely deteriorating. Okay, so now I don't think it's particularly hard to be a vegetarian. And I may offend some people with that sentence, but that's the truth in my view. Because in terms of restaurants, I never struggled in restaurants. In terms of my day-to-day eating, I make all my own food, so it's my choice of what I put in that food. Um, in terms of my workplace, there was a vegetarian option. Some of them were great, some of them weren't, but the same can be said for the meat option. So I'm not a huge, huge problem there. Problems I found were largely based around things like fast food and everyday takeaway food. Now, what do I mean by that? I'll tell you. Graham, let's please carry on. So, what do I mean? So, if I go to a shop and I was trying to find a sandwich, I'd basically have two options from any shop. Cheese and tomato or egg mayo. Now, I like both of those things. That's fine. Those are the two dullest sandwiches in the world. (laughs) It's like having a plain cheese sandwich. That's fine. But you don't want it every single day. So finding a standardized sandwich to buy from shops was ridiculous. I I ended up having just egg mayo a lot and modifying sandwiches. I was getting into food modding. It was getting to that point. Adding extra flavors in there. Why is that the standard? Why is that a thing? You can go out and you can buy lots of vegetarian ready meals, main meals, and there's loads of vegetarian options, and restaurants are starting to get and and, and do all these things, and they they cater to vegetarians, and you can kind of ask for things to be removed. But sandwiches, a huge staple of the UK diet, just thrown out there, UK, we love sandwiches. It's, it's, It's so boring. The same with pasties, pastries. I didn't eat pastry for like a month, because buying a vegetarian pasty is so dull there's just nothing to it and you buy into it and it's just it's okay but it's not it's not not enticing in any way they don't look enticing it's just a veggie pasty joy excitement put it in your mouth and it's extremely disappointing it's like your first boyfriend now correcting the face um yeah the same can be said for takeaways Now, takeaways, I love takeaways. I mean, look at me. Clearly like takeaways. Um, And, yeah, going to them became kind of a problem. It made me eat less takeaways because I knew my options were heavily limited. Every uh, pizza place I went to, there'd be maybe two or three 
vegetarian options and they would all be based around the same thing of cheese tomato and mushroom uh and and that was it so i ended up making custom pizzas um just to get more flavor in there to get more things going on and just a cheese pizza why is the vegetarian diet so heavily based around cheese and i get that like that's a huge source of fat for vegetarians who require it but my god i'm not a huge fan of cheese i like cheese it's a thing which i throw on things i'm probably gonna have cheese on toast for lunch but i don't want it in every meal don't replace meat with cheese that makes no sense you know or veggie burgers veggie burgers are really nice but you don't want them every single time you just don't takeaway menus are heavily meat based which i find quite strange because restaurants aren't and I don't know if it's playing off that whole you're drunk, so you probably want the salty, sweet, fat taste, um, which does come. For two months, I, I basically craved um, two things, which, by the way, when I ended the, the streak on Good Friday, I waited till the Saturday um, and solved both these cravings. I've been, I, I'm I'm a person who craves foods, and, and the fact that I couldn't for two months kind of killed me. Um, all I wanted was fish and chips. Hashtag stereotype. <laughs> and a battered sausage. Again, stereotype. I live in the north of the England. That's a staple. Um, and hot dogs. That's that's all I wanted. I had a can of hot dogs in my cupboard and I couldn't eat them. They were just like sat there. Sat there taunting me. And fish and chips. I live near two chip shops. My God. Walking past them. And it was all, all about that. I love fish. I, eat, I love eating fish. It's one of my favorite foods. Um, and and hot dogs. I don't care what you say about how they're processed. Everything is processed. I realize they're not the healthiest thing. They're not something I eat every day. They are a treat for me, and I mean treat because they are flavorsome, and I love them. And pastry, my god. But yeah, it, it became a balance, balancing act, and I solved that all in one day. I had a pig out day. Which I recognise is is hugely privileged, and the fact that I can just do that, and a lot of people can. It's it's wonderful to think on that. But where does this leave me? Where does this leave me in the future? Where does this leave me in terms of my morals and my ethics? So obviously, the reason I did this was to vary my diet. And some of you may be thinking, Graham, why didn't you do this for ethical reasons? Why didn't you do this for, you know, saving the planet or? Or getting involved in the global revolution and and, and and not harming animals and all this kind of stuff. So my personal view in terms of eating animals and, and in the world is that, one, I don't think we're ever going to eliminate meat eating within our lifetime. Well, we live within my lifetime. That's just something which I don't think will happen. I'm, I turned 30 this year. 34 years from now, I'm, I'm going to be dead. I don't see it happening. Um, I think we can massively reduce the amount of meat we eat. I think it should be a it should be a luxury product, um, and it, it should get to that stage where it is something which you eat maybe once or twice a week. Uh, in terms of animal products and the bits and bobs we use, I I have no qualms about drinking beers which has finings in it, which is is insects, or, or eating sweets which have uh, gelatin, because it's using parts of the animal. It's using all of the parts of the animal, and the more we can use, it's, it's getting those different cuts of an animal. A friend of mine has a theory about uh, if you so if you buy a whole chicken instead of buying individual breasts, you're only killing one chicken because you're going to eat this whole chicken. 
and you're going to use all the cuts rather than a singular breast. And I think little steps which you can take and being more mindful of what you eat is the way to go. I, and I, I personally think as a species, as animals, about to get kind of, kind of, kind of deep here, um, as a species of animals, I think that we are designed to have that varied diet. We're designed to have both. And I don't think limiting that is a natural way to live. But at the same time, I can respect the people who do. I expect anyone who has high ethics and, and, and believes in something that they would change their whole lifestyle. I think that's the difference between vegetarian and veganism. For vegetarians, whilst it is it's usually about moral and ethics, um, a lot of it becomes about diet. Whereas with veganism, you, you basically change the way you live entirely in order to accommodate that um because you have to there's no way around that you it's not just a choice of oh well i'm going to stop doing this it's it's all right i'm going to stop doing this therefore i'm going to need to make plans i'm going to need to make uh reservations in order to do this um and that's i think that's hugely important so would i go vegetarian again yeah sure i would you know if it was something i had to do continuously forever i could do it but at some point, I'd, I'd be unhappy with doing it. Um, there'd be things I miss. Um, I have no problem with fake meats either. I, I have a problem when they do stuff like vegan chicken. I just call it what it is. <laughs> Labeling of things I have a problem with, not the actual products. I enjoy them. I tried many um, false uh, false meat pro- products during my time to find good ones and bad ones. You know, you got to weed them out, try all the different things. Um, and I, d- I don't think personally I, I, it's something which I would change. But what I am doing is uh, heavily reducing my meat intake because I, I find it quite easy and I didn't find it particularly a challenge. I found that I could, on weekdays, not eat meat. And then on the weekend, I can eat meat. Um, I'm not restricting myself to the extent that I was ex- restricting myself in terms of not allowing myself to eat anything. Um but what I am doing is is setting myself a, a generalized moral rule of, oh, you know, you, it's the weekday, so you, you avoid that, you try and find different options. And and if I'm unable to find a vegetarian option, which I enjoy, then I still have the option to eat meat, but it's heavily reducing the amount of meat which is going into me, and which is being consumed. And I think that's something to do. There's, a, there's an initiative which I see quite a lot, which is uh, meat-free Mondays. And to me, one day a week isn't enough. I'm not a person who does things by half, so doing that one day, it's like, cool, yay, great, you're, you're thinking about what you're doing and you're having that initiative. But at the same time, that makes no difference. If everybody just stopped eating meat five days a week, that would make a huge impact. So uh, that's what I'm doing. And then on weekends, I'm allowing myself to eat meat. But again, if I'm changing my diet gradually anyway, I might get to meet weekends and not even want it. Um, not even need it because I've already got some meals planned because of what I'm doing in a week and that's that's the future plan I don't know if anyone agrees with this I don't know if there's any vegetarians listening to this they may think I'm completely insane They may, I mean, meaties may think I'm completely insane but this is just my view this is what I did, I do a little experiment on myself every so often, why wouldn't you do a little experiment on yourself every so often I don't know if I have a point to this. I just thought I'd tell you about my experience. A couple of things I discovered. Um, tofu is fantastic if you marinate it. Uh, and I can now make minestrone soup. Which I've already mentioned. <laughs> I can never go full vegan. There is a reason for this. Um, it's not even medical. Some people were asking me about iron content. And I managed to get plenty of iron on a vegetarian diet so it makes me wonder about people's iron intake but I could I, do, 
I could never go full vegan. Um, my general view of how we treat animals is as long as we're treating animals with respect and we're giving them a good life uh, before we consume them, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with animal products. I'm okay with eggs. I'm okay with milk. I'm okay with cheese. Uh, these are things which I think, in a way, we're, we're forming a cooperation with an animal because we as a species have adjusted reality and the world we live in to such an extent that I don't think there is a way back. I've not been given a, a view or a coherent argument of how we could go back. And that's that's what stops me from anything like that. Um and and that's that's hugely important to me. It's the same with any cause or any theory or ethos or anything like that. Is that if you're going to explain it to me and you're going to bring me something and you're going to suggest that I do something, you I need a logical argument for it. I need you know this is how we could do it. This is how would the take effect and this is how long it would take. And I've never had that. I'm happy to listen to people's arguments about veganism and vegetarianism, but the current plan or the current loudest argument of just everybody stop and then what you know there's there's literally millions of animals just chilling in fields waiting to be consumed or working in dairy farms and 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 chickenries chickenries hatcheries maybe i don't know eggeries um what happens to those animals? And no no one's brought me these things. And I can think of little things, a ways to do it, but I don't think we're at that scale. I think the only way to do it is to form a coherent methodology between us, which is treating the animals with respect um, and using their products in the same way that if you left animals unattended, they would consume us. You know, if they were hungry, they would consume us. I think that that's my argument for that. But let me know what you think. I'm curious about your eating habits. Um... I'm curious about how you approach food on an ethical level and whether you think you could do the whole meat-free thing because I find it insane that people don't think they could do it for a month. It's not hard. It's really not. Unless your entire diet is meat. And it does make you vary up things. You know, I didn't eat a single salad. I'm just saying that. I didn't eat a single salad for two months. I had side salads, but I've never eat. I didn't eat a whole salad, mainly because I find salads really boring. I didn't eat a whole salad on a vegetarian diet, so you don't don't automatically think that. I don't know, I've gone off. My hands are getting all big. Anyway, um, I will talk to you guys later.